What's good, everyone? This is Franz. Thanks again for checking out the Driven Society podcast. Today's episode is actually brought to you by our guest, Holistic Wellness. Holistic is a fast-emerging CBD brand with a mission to take the confusion out of CBD and to offer a convenient, portable, and effective solution for your everyday life. Holistic offers an array of water-soluble CBD wellness products and an easy-to-use stir stick that you can pop and pour into your favorite beverage, hot or cold. So visit Holistic Wellness, that's holistic with a K, and enter the promo code DRIVEN for 25% off of any of their products available at Holistic with a K, wellness.com. Society podcast. This is Franz Bowen. This is Trav Weeks. Yes, sir. And with another installation of the Drift Society podcast. And we have another wonderful guest this afternoon, morning or night, whenever you decide to listen to us. He is the CEO of Holistic Wellness, Mr. TJ Studer. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Absolutely. Thank, thank you for uh, being here this afternoon. This is um, actually... Uh, a cold conversation that we're having. We were introduced through a, a colleague of ours, um, Gary, uh, who is the uh, founder of Pod Digital Media. Shout out to Gary. Yep. Um, and, you know, he, he did say that we, we would be able to have a, a really wonderful conversation. I mean, just right off the bat, I see that, uh, you know, um, Holistic Wellness is uh, a, about um, a, a company that promotes uh, CBD um, inclusion into medicine and, and lifestyle. Uh, but, you know, from, from the horse's mouth, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, you know, your, your organization. For sure. Uh, we're on a mission. You're right. Um, and we really call it a mission towards wellness. And I think in today's day and age, everybody can take that for what it's worth, but we all need wellness. And it's a matter of uh, too much information out there without a clear journey for consumers. And we found something great in CBD wellness, our core product, which comes from the cannabis sativa plant deemed legally as hemp because it cannot get you high. It has below 0.3% THC in holistic wellness. Um, and it's really a product focused on inner wellness for the human body. What we do is we pair that with other natural ingredients consumers know and love that treat natural everyday afflictions people run into to make it very simple to try CBD for the first time. I think there's a lot of information out there and I was confused coming into it. So I had to really simplify it and figure out what's the cleanest ingredient from the ground and how do you get that into the body? And then what does that do for the consumer? At Holistic, we really tried to simplify that journey with colors, ingredients, the stick to stir it in easily wherever you are and really make uh, the consumer's life easier. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just right off the bat, um, you, you know, you said something that uh, I want to touch on uh, about ingredients. Um, you know, I saw that uh, on the website, there's a product um, called Stir. Is that is stress. that the name of it? Yes. No, you stir them all. But yeah, stress. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, and a lot of the ingredients are, you know, super recognizable, uh, you know, easy to pronounce for sure. Uh, in terms of FDA compliance, like what's that process like? You know, 
I have a product that I'd like to get off the ground. But, you know, there needs to be uh, checks and balances in place before they even can, you know, hit the, the shelf. What, what was that process like for you guys? Normally, there should be checks and balances in place. Sadly, what's happened in hemp and legal hemp, and really sadly, I say for the consumer, is that the 2018 Farm Bill approved CBD as a consumer product. However, what it didn't do is it didn't uh, address the regulations around what that product should be on shelf, how it's tested, uh, what it consists of, et cetera. So it opened the door for anybody to say, I want to start a product, but there's no clear regulations on what mm. you should do. Now, our team comes from a history of consumer products. And step one, my mom needed CBD wellness. And what questions do you ask before you put something in your body? Has it been tested to know what's in there? Did the person who made it know what they're doing? Um, you know, simple questions that you should normally be able to ask before you go buy any other product in your grocery store. Why can't you answer these on CBD? So the approach we've taken is the cleanest possible product to be prepared for when those FDA regulations come with the same questions we'd ask in produce, for example. When you buy organic lettuce, what do you expect of it? I expect it wasn't grown in soil with heavy metals. I expect it wasn't grown next to the highway with you know trucks driving by in pollution i extract uh, the chemicals you use in any processing wouldn't be left in the product when it gets to my shelf etc so mm -hmm. we provide all of these test results directly for the consumer though we make those choices early on from our greenhouse to our processing that try to avoid any of those problems that you could run into um, so so the answer is the process was actually pretty easy however at holistic wellness we took it very seriously in every step of that clean product from seed to sale man that's pass off to you for for that uh, responsibility because it sounds like it's almost it sounds it sounds like since the industry is so new it's almost geared to be a money grab for some of the larger players and they don't have to be as responsible they call it the green rush. And I'll tell you, it's not hard to get oil out of a cannabis plant. Everybody and their mother is doing it. And they put it in a little tincture bottle, put a label that sells CBD, and people are willing to buy it. That's not what I see as the, the correct health and wellness product that we want to deliver. So obviously, we went to much further extent to make sure that that product is clean, safe, and ready for you. I want to ask a couple of questions. But the first question is um, somebody who hasn't had experience in CBD, right? We're hearing about this type of uh, holistic wellness has definitely been thriving these last few years. Somebody who doesn't know about CBD and to know what types of ailments or problems or bodily or even mental issues it can help with. How would you describe that? Like I, I got put onto it because I've heard like one of my mentors was saying like, well, I was shocked. My mentor, this old guy, he was like, yeah, I, I take it for my anxiety. I was like, oh, shit, like, really? Like, you? Like, I, that's what I, this was a couple of years back. I'm like, shit, I go through some form of anxiety as well, too. I think we all kind of do, you know, I'm looking for myself. But um, I started, you know, experimenting with, like, your CBD tea, and, and I really enjoyed that. So it was like, um, um, how do you, how would you express of why one should look into CBD for their overall wellness? Awesome. I'm going to comment on one thing you said in the setup there on people of color and cannabis. I think this is the solution. For the first time ever, we have the biggest growth industry on the planet. That every single investor, every single business, every single politician knows that this is massive. However, what I've learned coming into this, and again, I come from a very corporate uh, consumer packaged goods experience that I did have a place to play here. 
However, I walked in carefully thinking this is developed. It's hard to get into this space. You know, there's a lot of stuff here that how am I going to break in? And what I've seen is it's the ground floor. No one knows what they're talking about. And you can Google 90% of the information. I'm a marketing guy, but I can tell you the science of our product better than most scientists for many companies. And it's as you're walking in on that ground floor where there's not this ceiling that's been set over time or generations of people that are in senior positions that you can't knock right out of the game. I mean, I'm, I'm younger than many CEOs in my position. It's because it's wide open. If you can do the work, if you can prove the knowledge, you can create a great product. I think this industry might be the game changer that leveled the ground because finally there's enough opportunity that if you can go take a piece, it's it's substantial. Uh, so I do, I wanted to say that to inspire people that hopefully are, are seeing it as a big hurdle and uh, the green rush and everybody running after it, that if you have a unique core you know, uh, skill that you can bring to the table, this industry needs it on the growth trajectory over the next few years. Um, so I just wanted to mention that certainly before jumping into your question, actually. Um, and I'm careful with that question because sadly, the FDA regulations, the one thing you can't do is say what CBD actually does, which is an interesting conundrum, especially I'm a marketing guy. So I'd love to scream it from the top of a mountain, what I, what I believe and what I've seen CBD do. However, we're very careful of that regulation um, and careful from a safety standpoint. There's not enough research out there to say, you know, claims like medical claims, clinical research. Um, however, what there is, is uh, a lot of personal experience of people trial and error. And what we've done is we've created five different products that hit the key areas people are using CBD, um, which are stress, sleep, recover, beauty, and digest. Mm. Franz, you said it when you said easy ingredients, you know how to pronounce. I created the formula card by looking on Google, those very simple words. What natural products would you take to deal with these different you know, ailments that people are running into? And then we pair that with CBD wellness. So it's the consumer can lead themselves to understand what it's doing for your, you in your day. We boost it with things like turmeric, ginger, chamomile, melatonin, other known ingredients that really help you with those specific areas. Now, what I'll say is the coolest part of CBD wellness on the FDA day, which we went to, I think in 2019, who knows with this quarantine, um, is we saw several professors that went up and explained a lot of research across a lot of different people that tried CBD. The, the best answer I heard was consistently they heard a general sense of wellness. The FDA literally laughed. What does that mean, general sense of wellness? Am I generally well? And that it came up that consistently across consumers is why I say try a stick see how you feel in 10, 15 minutes. And it's really experiencing that, figuring out how it is in your lifestyle that, yeah, you might be an anxious person, you might have trouble sleeping at night, you might find your perfect blend to help you. Sorry for the nebulous answer. No. <laughs> that's amazing, because I definitely think that's needed, especially in this time. I think, I think especially for this generation, you're gonna see a lot of things. There's gonna be a lot more. I mean, it's, it's been documented, anxiety is through the roof, people are going through a lot more mental health issues. I think social media is a big play with that as well, too. So I think the items are necessarily needed. Um, my other question I want to ask is definitely on the entrepreneurship side, right? Is because um, a lot of budding entrepreneurs are looking into the cannabis industry, but also there's like opportunities around the cannabis industry, like on the marketing aspect to it, right? Um, 
What are the spaces for entrepreneurship you see, not only just getting into the cannabis industry, but is there spaces for, you know, um, cannabis specialized, specific marketer, marketing agencies or conventions? How, where do you see the growth in the overall sector? Great question. Yes, 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 yes. Cannabis bowling alleys, cannabis coffee shops, cannabis nightlife, cannabis swimming pools. My, my argument is recreate the world as if a central ingredient didn't exist. This plant grows from the ground and touches everything from concrete to social, you know, socialization with THC. And I think every part of our life is going to somehow hit THC. So when I say, you know, find your core skill, your core competency and bring it to cannabis. I mean, if you're a hotel concierge and you're running an interesting space that people go to hang out and live life, think of how that's going to happen when cannabis is part of that life. And I think it could be wellness. I think it could be uh, moms with young babies trying to deal with the stresses of a new life um, down to, you know, old folks homes and trying to deal with the afternoon uh, stresses and pains that you have in your knees. And it's uh, figuring out all of those links into society that are going to be the real growth. Today, cannabis sits in a back room on kind of a shaded shelf that if you know about it, you go get it. Tomorrow, it's going to be at the center of a lot of lives that today don't see it as an option. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, to piggyback on Trav's question, uh, you, you do have a background uh, at Procter & Gamble, which is a, a behemoth, right? Like, they, they are what you would think of when you think of household brands. In terms of trending towards that space, like, uh, is it... What, from your purview, um, are the hurdles to getting uh, CBD or cannabis in general to that household name space? I think it's going to take, well, one, the brands on shelf are have not delivered over the past five years. The iconic brand building, product building, uh, thinking of a P&G, Unilever, Johnson & Johnson putting products across the shelves. The biggest problem is the stigma, and it's why why we started Holistic, and it's what's inspired everything we do from, again, the colors to the ease, is, is figuring out a way around that stigma in the my mom's eyes, and she was my first consumer that uh, needed it, let's just put simply, and she I, I recommended it naively, and she said, no way, as if I handed her the worst drug known to man uh, in a syringe, and she her face told me everything I needed to know about the obstacles with the consumer. And I'm from Indiana. So right in the Midwest where the stigma is strong, let's just put it simply. Um, and so it's solving that and getting her to walk into a CVS and think, huh, I could try this instead of whatever she does normally for the ailment she's facing. Today, that doesn't exist in cannabis. I think that's what we need to create is how do we stand out as a viable option get them to try it for the first time, get them to come back and get more, try it across different points of the lifestyle, et cetera. So really growing through that consumer journey of trial, convert to larger sizes, loyalists. My kids will use this, I'll use this, everybody I know uses this product is how you really build a brand over time. Yeah, for sure. And it does, it does sound though that um, at least that market segment would, would be the biggest hurdle, but when you're communicating to younger demos, what, what would that look like? Um, I think younger demos are much more open to it. So they're they're more 
well, first, I think younger generations are going to change everything because they just finally say, I'm going to figure out the answer myself. The information is out there. I'm going to do the research and I'm going to answer the question the way I see fit. That's right. Um, so I think that's turning to better trends of health and wellness that people are looking for natural products to deal with everyday things they run into. Um, so it's really focusing on fitting into their lifestyle. And I think a lot of products, and I I'll use some uh, convenience store type brands that you feel like you can pick up on the go. And that's your first moment of truth with that product. Product, you have to deliver to that millennial audience, younger audience in that way. And really in times of quarantine, it's tougher because it used to be go to a concert, go to a beach, you can hand out some samples and really engage with that audience. Today, they're at home. So you got to be more unique through influencers, blogs, content that people are yearning for to fill their days uh, because you need something to do that you can really get into their life at the point they need it most. Cool. Um, just sorry to, if you had a question, Trev, uh, let me just get this one last one out. Um, in, in hand in hand, uh, now any brand sustainability has to be, you know, kind of like, uh, at, at the forefront, you know, Definitely. what are, what are some of the initiatives that, uh, holistic uh, wellness is, um, pretty excited about going forward? Thanks for asking, and you asked it even politically correct because our stick is plastic. It's the first thing that comes to somebody's mind when they see our product. It's not something we hide from. It's something that day one, I put in our mission statement that we do not want to contribute to this problem. We want to solve this problem. So what we've done is day one, we committed to R&D on a hemp-based plastic resin that would replace the uh, recyclable plastic resin we're using currently in our stick. The reason for that is single-use plastic is everywhere, especially as we get into COVID. You see masks and hand sanitizer bottles and everything in between all over the streets. That's not going to go away through our consumer smart choices. It's too long of time it's going to take. So we got to solve that input and come up with something that actually biodegrades in a landfill, a natural product to replace single-use plastic. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but we believe within the next 12 months, we can change to a hemp-based resin that will make our stick fully biodegradable in a landfill. In the meantime, because it's not soon enough, we made a commitment that every stick we sell, we pull a water bottle out of the ocean. The water bottle is 4x the plastic of one stick. So essentially, we're taking, we're, we're going plastic negative. I started with the worst thing we do because it's important to us, not something we hide from. Across the rest of our supply chain, our greenhouse is one of the most efficient ways to, to grow a cannabis plant. We're using 95% less water than outdoor grown hemp. Plant takes a lot of water, and we all know the water problems. Secondly, we're not on the power grid, so we're using a natural gas engine that we take all of the output to actually feed the plants. So the CO2 footprint is phenomenal. As we look across all of our choices, sustainability is core, and it's core because we want to live on for a long time. <laughs> Absolutely. What's good, everyone? It's Franz. Thanks again for listening to the Driven Society podcast. And check it out. We're very excited to announce InspireCon is returning again this year. Uh, after a successful inaugural event last year in Bermuda, we've partnered again with BEDC Bermuda to create an inspirational event focused on creativity, success, and wellness. There are going to be a lot of dynamic guest speakers, and I would love for you to be able to attend virtually. So check it out. Go to inspire.con, C-O-N, and as in now, go to inspire.con. RSVP, get your slots, get your tickets. Hope to see you there. Stay driven.
I, I really appreciate the um, level of attention you guys put, even just in the, um, you know, uh, in the products and, you know, how organic they are and how natural they are. Like that's, that's definitely important to know when you, when you start to really venture out into, into the CBD and, and cannabis space. Um, my last question I want to ask, with you having such a background working at Procter and, and, and Gamble, being in the marketing space, what tools or what, um, what things have you learned in that space that you've brought to the cannabis space that other budding marketers and entrepreneurs can take as well from their industries to bring into the cannabis space? For sure. Uh, number one is definitely networking, but I believe that across everything. It's, it's knowing your skills and then knowing how to work them with other people and finding their skills to fill your gaps. That's vital. And it's, I know my lane very well, but I know where I don't, <laughs> I know, I don't know things as well. And that's important as an entrepreneur, as you step out of, as you said, the behemoth with a little bit of everything from resources, dollars, people into an entrepreneur world where you got to do a little bit of everything. Um, I think secondly has really been getting back to basics. And I mean, PNG specifically, when you see an ad, you notice it's PNG and they, they think through those basics of simplicity, of standout, uh, of brand message and brand ethos living through it that the next commercial normally underwhelms you. I like to use the example of that Tide, Tide ad during uh, Super Bowl, where they literally took over every single Super Bowl commercial and you're just sitting there like, is this a Tide ad or is it not a Tide ad? <laughs> and you didn't know at a point where you just see marketing outside of the box. And I think as, especially as you go to a new industry like cannabis, um, it's more important because again, consumers are overwhelmed with the amount of products from uh, their local gas station to their local grocery store to decide on one. If you can make that simple statement that says, this is who we are, give us a shot, you're gonna get a lot of resonance with those consumers. Fantastic. Um, my, my, I have uh, two last questions. The first of which is um, to kind of piggyback of what you said about like all the availability of the products. In terms of supply chain management and, um, and transparency, what would be like the, I guess the 12 month to 18 month, uh, you know, goal to be able to, when, when somebody does see it and they may not be able to, you know, get to the website immediately, but, um, how, how can they, uh, be able to make sure that they, they have like that transparency towards the, you know, supply chain, uh, um, definitely. I'm going to show you, I think I have a stick right here. We actually have a QR code on the package. So you can pop this on their cell phone at the point of sale and see all of our full panel testing. That's today, which means it's the final product that we test for the potency, what's available in the, the actual SKU itself, um, the pesticides, heavy metals, anything else bad that could be in there. And you have that at your fingertips as a consumer. The future for us um, is to really go further into that supply chain. And I see a day where I'd love to take consumers into our farm, show them how the actual oil's extracted and turned into water soluble, even if that's digitally at first, but there's nothing to hide there. There's no black box of things that a consumer shouldn't be able to see. And we're, we're proud to show a lot of those. And you'll see on our site, we really focus on the farm as the key differentiator today. Um, but down the line, expect a lot more from us on transparency of everything we do from the seed to the stick. Wonderful. And, and the final question is we ask everybody this, what drives you? What uh, gives you the gusto to uh, you know, make these um, world-changing movements? 
know, consumers at the end of the day, consumer is king. And it's the stories I get from every angle of the spectrum that somebody that finds it. Sadly, one day I'm going to share a book of all the stories I've gotten because everybody likes to share them with me. Um, it's seeing that ah, the relief that consumers need. And it's just all the stress and naughtiness in everybody's stomach right now. I think seeing that dissipate um, through finding something perfect for them has been, you know, what keeps me up 24 seven and driven on top. I think uh, the passion of owning something that's truly uh, me and my teams that we're all on the same boat together, driving in the same direction. There's something magical about that, uh, that just, you know, each other, you have each other's back to move this boulder forward up the hill. Uh, so really we wake up passionate we stay up probably too late and we have a stick and we get back to it. <laughs> amazing. How big is the team? Say it again, sorry. How big is the team? Uh, we have about nine people active plus a couple freelancers. So mm -hmm. we're pretty small actually. Wow. That's dope though, man. Congrats on everything, brother. Thank you. Thanks a bunch, guys. Really appreciate it. It's a great conversation.